Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. The Am I Being Unreasonable podcast by Mumsnet, in association with Silent Pool Gin. Cheers. I'm Lucy Porter, and am I being unreasonable to use a toilet brush? No, you're not, Lucy. I love toilet brushes. I'm Asma Mir, and I'm definitely not being unreasonable to think that cornflakes just taste different these days. They do, don't they? They're just not the same. This podcast is your definitive guide to one of the UK's most loved and lauded forums, courtesy of Mumsnet. And Lucy and I come together every week with the help of celebrity and expert guests to celebrate Am I Being Unreasonable and its users. Sounds more than reasonable to me. Hello and welcome to another episode of the ABU podcast where we indulge in some serious nostalgia for less health and safety obsessed times. All oh, them were the days. The wonderful Mumsnet <laughs> users talk about their worst wedding experiences. We also get to hear some brilliant misheard lyrics. Plus, our A list adjudicator is blogger, vlogger, and journalist Molly Forbes. <laughs> Now, this thread is likely to invoke a whole host of childhood memories as one poster asked, what did you do when you were a kid that is considered dangerous now? Oh, everything. Everything. <laughs> I know, I know. Absolutely everything. It was an absolute <laughs> cavalcade of terrifying <laughs> stories, the kind of thing that would make any parent <laughs> blanche. Sliding down the stairs in a pillowcase, natch, uh, also sleeping bags, riding bikes without any sort of protective gear whatsoever. Someone said in summer I was probably wearing shorts, T-shirt and flip-flops. That's right, certainly no helmets. Someone else said I was driven across America with, I think, six adults. My cousin and I were in the boot, back-facing seats, pretty sure no belts. I was five. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is my absolute favourite, though, because it just goes on and on and it just, just gets worse and worse. I forgot to take my bicycle into primary school for cycling provision lessons, so my male teacher drove me in his car back to my empty house and gave me a leg up over my back gate so I could go and get my bike and then let myself out the unlocked back door. He said, don't be long. And I rode the six or so miles to school. I got there in one piece and I passed cycling provision. I must have been eight. <laughs> eight years old. It is brilliant, I isn't it? Because all the red flags, all the safe. <laughs> what? But the no, no, not, not. But it's so true. We got. I remember when I was at school, primary school. So I was about seven or eight, and the uh, one of the teachers sent me and two of my friends to go and deliver something to the local shops. So we left the school and we got to the local shops and then we thought, hang on a minute, while we're here, let's just go to the playground. <laughs> and we were out of school for ages and we got back. And I sort of, I think we got an absolute 
rocket, yeah. you know, from the teacher. But it's still, you know, it's yeah. unbelievable. Absolutely. In, in today's world. I remember it? that we left, um, so we left this house um, and went to live in another house. And I was really attached to the old house. And then I was kind of cycling with my friend, like you do. You used to cycle for miles, yeah, didn't you? Probably yeah, in your flip flops yeah. or bare feet. Who knows? <laughs> um, and we On a rusty old bike <laughs> exactly. covered in razor wire <laughs> while juggling razor blades. Yeah. And we ended up back in my old house. And, um, I could see one of the windows upstairs was open. So, and my friend was like, "Oh, look!" And I'm like, "Yeah, the window's open. Why? Why don't we go and? Um, why don't we go and? Why? I don't know why I thought this. Why don't we go and see if there's any post?" Okay, no, so that's we sensible. Shinned up the drain pipe, <laughs> went in. It was one of those like you know those those handle. Uh, windows with a little handle where you push down uh-huh. we pushed it open she she was pushing me in with my bum I remember yeah, this really yes. well anyway got inside got the letters put them in my little basket cycled all the way home presented them to my mum and she was furious <laughs> like <laughs> what did, why did you go back there you, you could have been killed broken into a yes. house yeah no housebreaking I mean One there are the letters we learned. Uh, chill out mum anyway <laughs> exactly you were doing a reserve <laughs> lots of them about um, holiday safety we were left Left in the holiday apartment alone at a young age while our parents went to the bar. Butlins used to have a listening service and would put the room number up on the board at the bar <laughs> if a child was crying. So that made it okay, apparently. I remember that absolutely. Room number 36. Your yeah. child has been crying for one hour now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think for holidays, we mostly didn't see my mum and dad at all, really. really? No, no, no. No, probably not. No, if we went really to remember. a holiday camp, yeah. then that was it. If you were, you know, oh. Minehead Butlins, oh then you were on your own for the week and then you sort of occasionally kind God, of it sounds bliss doesn't it sounds bliss now as I mean you might parent, be a bit yeah as a yeah, parent yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> yes. oh, I'd love that I love this one because this really does um, ring a few bells with me I used to drive the car in our street I would sit on my dad's knee while he did the pedals and the gears and I steered <laughs> I'm sure I did that I we did were, that we were car obsessed yeah that's sure right we did well that. we used to around the um, Catholic club car park when <laughs> mum and dad went in after after mass everyone used to go and have a drink as you would <laughs> <laughs> on a Sunday afternoon and um, and me and my sister and I mean my sister was older than me so she was almost sort of driving age yeah but, but um, you didn't want to miss out did you oh no no no, no I was there and I mean I'm not even tall enough to drive now <laughs> Let alone then. I mean, I, can't, I can barely get my feet to the pedals and see above the steering wheel now. So goodness knows how dangerous that was. Is it, here's one. This one's a little bit like yours. And I love this one, right? This one is a uh, darling sister, approximately 13, abseiled me at the age of 10 out of a window via a yellow karate belt. I love that idea. She tried to get me back up but couldn't. So I had to knock the window and say I'd run past the TV when no one was looking and went out the French doors, which were behind the TV. <laughs> Obviously no one believed me, although I thought it was a convincing story at the time. And this is the thing, right? So this poster who's been abseiled with a karate belt out of the window says, now I realise it was terrible. Fun at the time though, but gosh, I could have been dropped on my head or back yeah. and been killed or broken or paralysed. Yeah. I know, I mean, it is, it we makes didn't have you the fear. absolutely shudder. Just not have the fear. No, and then there was a debate in the, in the ABU about was it, sort of safer or less safe yeah. or you know and I think mm. we do have this kind of rose tinted view of oh it was great we just did what we wanted mm. no I remember pe- people being horrifically injured yes. but it didn't really 
bother us. They didn't put us off. No, well, it doesn't when you're young, does it? No, I suppose not. I love this one. I still have a scar on my head caused by lying next to a ramp made from wood and bricks that Dawn (laughs) from down the street rode up on her bike in a failed attempt to stunt jump over me. Yes. That was unlucky, though. We've done it tons of times before with no incidents. (laughs) (laughs) I think Evil Knievel's got a lot to answer for, hasn't he? There was definitely, when I was young, we were like, because motorcycle stuff, everyone was jumping over buses on motorbikes in those days. Absolutely. It was what we did for fun. Yes. We jumped over things. Did you ever travel in the boot of a car? Oh, did I? Did you? Oh, so often. So my best mate, Louisa... (laughs) They had a Volvo estate and the whole point of a Volvo estate was that you sat in the back like a dog and um, yes. yeah, you, there'd be 10 of us in, yeah, the, yeah, in yeah. the back at some point. I just it remembered, was... yeah, we had a Volvo estate too. They I were... just remembered. There we go. We've got one now. But an actual, actual boot, boot, boot that you can't see out of at all. Because those boots no. you could, couldn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you could no, see but... out. It wasn't, like being, it wasn't like being a hostage situation <laughs> where you've been kidnapped. <laughs> But I would not put it past the children or indeed the parents of the 70s. No, no, you're right. Maybe, I don't know, just like knock a couple of air holes in there. (laughs) (laughs) Check they're still alive. Well, in Um, fact, there was um, some other ones that I very much enjoyed where there was someone who said, I can't find it now, but her... Her ma- or no, her nan. Her nan used to give her a drag on her fag as a treat, <laughs> <laughs> and that was a little, um, producer Amanda is nodding through the glass there. Yeah, that. Well, I remember being at a family wedding and someone saying, "Oh, go on, give her a, give her a go," and I had yeah. to go on a cigarette and. Uh, because oh. also what we used Hilarious. to do was there was a game where you'd put a napkin over a glass. And then you'd um, put a coin on it, and then you'd all burn it with cigarettes to get <laughs> the nap to get the coin to fall. Anyway, and we also used to pass our hands through candle flames. That was yes, me. I remember that. And that was something we all enjoyed doing. Goodness me! Um, the teacher used to open the door at the end of school day, and we'd just go and find our parents in the playground. From the age of four to five, we were expected to be sensible enough to go back to the teacher if no one was there. In my kids' school, even eleven-year-olds, unless you've signed the form to say they can go home alone, have to be ticked off the list, and teacher has to make eye contact with a parent before they're allowed to leave the teacher's side. Yeah, I remember that. It was just like open the door, go. Yeah. Yeah, and nobody you, gave a shit. Uh, yeah, and sometimes if your mum and dad weren't there, then you'd sort of end up having to knock to get back into yeah, the school exactly. because realise that they weren't there. <laughs> Someone has documented their entire childhood. So, in the 1970s, age seven onwards, they say. So, in the 1970s, they climbed trees, had backies and fronties mm. sat on the handlebars. That's something you don't see so much anymore. Played in a disused quarry, played <laughs> in and around a lake, went roaming in the hills and woods alone, and went out on my oh, bike alone all day. That. Is that that's must be written by me. That, that was my you. childhood. That is you. Well, it, and let's test oh you on the 1980s. Goodness. So this person says in the 80s, walked five miles to school and back alone, hitchhiked. Lorry drivers were fortunately lovely. Okay, didn't do that. Slept on the common when I'd been out with friends and missed the last bus home. <laughs> Rode on the back of a motorbike, sans helmet and leathers. Walked home alone from clubs at night and spoke to strangers. Goodness me. The thing about roaming the woods, because we had... Oh my goodness, like we lived on quite a kind of new modern estate, but just behind us were the blue, they were called the Bluebell Woods, Mm. just outside Glasgow. Mm -hmm. And we were there all day, just roaming, roaming the woods. Yeah, yeah. We used to take a little packed lunch with us. My mum would be like, right, come, make sure you're back by five. This is like 9am. Yes. It's just, Yeah, I'll come back when it gets dark. Yeah. Anyway. Now we sound like old ladies. We do. I think there's a big difference as well between um, sort of, countryside growing mm. up 
Because yeah. even because we were very suburban, we yeah. were Croydon, suburban London, and although there would be days where we would go out, there just wasn't that much green space, so you couldn't oh, okay, literally okay. stay at. You know, you just right. get bored and yeah, go yeah, home yeah. eventually. Yeah. Um, but we did do we did urban risky things, okay. so we did do a lot of uh, unsafe bicycle work. <laughs> we did. <laughs> well, we didn't even know. I think we invented parkour. I think you know they call it parkour now. We called it jumping off a bus shelter. <laughs> They were building a whole estate of houses right behind my house. Best playground we ever had. Roaming the trenches, climbing up the scaffolding and then pushing planks between the houses to shimmy across. Pinching cement powder to make things with. Amazing memories. It's a wholesome, lovely tale, isn't it? It does. I I mean, at the same time as it was dangerous. Good Lord, we had some fun. (laughs) And scars. And scars. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Lucy and I have had a brilliant time on the Classic Threads board and we just had to share the gold from this particular gem. Am I being unreasonable to ask, what is the worst behaviour seen at a wedding? Uh, Now, the original poster says, here's a couple I've heard of. The groom's mother turns up dressed in her own wedding dress (laughs) (laughs) and carrying a bouquet. Perfectly normal behaviour. No, no, how, how, how? (laughs) Another one, during the wedding speeches, the groom's mother gets up and welcomes her daughter-in-law into the family by stating, remember, he will never love you as much as he loves me. (laughs) It's true though, isn't it? (laughs) This is going to be me when my son gets married. (laughs) There's so many of this. The mother-in-law ones, I mean... I do worry that this is going to happen. There's one, somebody somebody said... You are not going to turn up at your daughter or son's wedding in your wedding dress. Only because I can't get into it. (laughs) If I could, there's nothing to say I wouldn't. Brilliant. My mother-in-law sobbed and howled throughout mine. It was in a registry office, so everyone was sitting close together. Nobody paid me and darling husband any attention. They were too busy looking slack-jawed at her. When we were walking out, my husband hissed, It's not a bloody funeral, you know. She replied, It might as well be. Oh You've my... gone from me, wee son. Gone. Oh, my God. What the heck is wrong with and these then, people? And then the poster puts, They're not even close. <laughs> <laughs> Just an excuse for some drama. <clears throat> uh, at my sister's wedding, her evil new mother-in-law pretended to have an epileptic fit in the church. Just when they came to the vows, so the attention was all on her. She perked up enough to whinge about everything at the reception, though. (laughs) (laughs) Here's another mother-in-law one. This comes from a caterer. I'm a caterer, says this person, so I've witnessed a fair few cringe moments. I bet you have. Uh, Groom's mother stood up during speeches and said, as a conclusion, I would like to say to my son, remember that I will still be here when she leaves you. Pointing at the bride. Oh my goodness! <laughs> the heck! Uh, my dear husband swore profusely through his speech. Tiny wedding, but Granny was not over impressed to hear that I am, in his eyes, fucking gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tricky. Uh, yeah, I've been to some very sweary best man speeches, and that thing of it being slightly unnecessarily yeah. sexual. Ooh. That is a real. Yeah, I've. I did hear one father of the bride talk about having found condoms when oh, she was with a boyfriend. Leave it, mate, yeah, leave it. No, Just leave it. it. Yeah, allow it, allow it. Anyway, <laughs> see how cool I am. You are. Uh, yeah, anyway, I hope you all noticed that. Um, a co-worker of the bride and her partner were caught stealing the wedding cake. <laughs> 
The groom witnessed them lift it from its stand, carry it through the hotel lobby and out the door. Chaos erupted in the hotel car park. <laughs> what were they going to do with it? Eat it? Smother themselves in it? They cost sell a it? lot of money. Resell it. Resell what? it. There's another... There's You're a joking. big market, big black market in no. uh, wedding cakes. Did you see just <laughs> very recently? That, no, but very recently in the news, there yeah. was a picture of a cake that had been a massive wedding cake that had been found in a motorway layby. <gasps> How, so there you go. That's it. It's a black market in wedding cakes that you yeah. know so much about. If you're getting married, don't bother <laughs> buying a cake. Just hang around. Yeah, laybys in the M4 on a <laughs> no, Saturday. Actually, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've had too many mother-in-laws being awful. I think we need to uh, even it up with the groom's father. (laughs) Groom's father spends entire speech rhapsodising about his own success within Amway. And that, I love that. That's this. I don't know what Amway it's is. It's multi-level marketing. It's like a sort of you know selling. Is it cleaning products or something? Oh, I didn't anyway, know that. It's a, it's a sort oh. of pyramidy thing. Then finishes it by urging his son to give a one for me. Oh my goodness! The bride's parents left the room. Oh, I feel sick. I know. I imagine oh my that. Goodness. Uh, one of my darling husband's friends asked me to sleep with him at our wedding reception. Mm. Classy. At my sister-in-law's wedding at a hotel, she went to her room to get ready to find her bridesmaid totally pissed and shagging the best man in her wedding bed. I mean, that's kind of de rigueur, is it not? That seems normal. (laughs) That seems like it wouldn't raise. You're like yawn. Next. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness! I'm sorry. I have to. uh, This is hilarious. The groom's mother turned up dressed in black, including a veil on her face. Well, another groom's mother turned up head to toe in some sort of latex outfit, <laughs> leaving hardly anything to the imagination. All right, that's what I'm going to do at my I son's I was going to say, if you had to choose one, which would it be? Rather than the wedding dress, which I can't get into, I'll, I'll get some latex that I also can't get into. <laughs> wedding party ended up in a huge brawl. The police had to be called. Many a guest ended up in A&E. And then they had their pictures on the front page of the paper. Love that. I love a fighter to wedding. Oh, it's a British goodness. tradition. Oh. It's what we love. Here's another one, another violent one. <laughs> one of my husband's friends, not close and we weren't invited, had a traumatic wedding. The bride's mother punched the groom's oh. mother at the top table. Wow. Apparently the groom's mother had made a rude comment about the wedding cake which the bride's mother had made. Oh, God. What's these people? Why? I just, you know what? When they hate each other that much, don't just elope. Just run away. Mm, Yeah, well, here we go. This is talking about the etiquette, right? At my best friend's wedding, her father started his speech with, I'd like to thank you all for being here, especially my second wife, Barbara, who made me the happiest man alive when she married me. First wife and best friend's mum was sat three spaces down the top table. He'd had an affair with Babs, also on the top table, and left her. (laughs) The room was deathly silent, apart from a few embarrassed groans. So that's... (laughs) They say the soap operas are unrealistic, but they know nothing. <laughs> if they knew what the Abu contributors had been through, they wouldn't say that anymore. These are so good. I mean, if you've got any, please feel free to leave them in the comments because I could read these all day. I know. It actually makes me want to get married all over again. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go that far, but it makes me want to go to a few more weddings because I've st- there's no more weddings anymore. Why is that? 
because uh, I'm old. That's why <laughs> all my friends are getting divorced now. That's the that's the oh, stage brilliant. we've reached. But... You know what? I'm such a curmudgeon. I don't even like weddings. Do you know? I can't think of anything worse than being invited to a wedding. Oh, no, I love one where Sorry. I've got no skin in the game at all, where I'm just uh, uh, you know just impartial observer. See, I'm the opposite. I want to go to a wedding where I know lots of the guests, uh, but it's always like you just happen to be someone that they vaguely know, and you don't know anyone else, and it's dull, dull, dull. Best one I ever went to was uh, where one of the guests so it was a lovely big country house beautiful setting mm. and uh, one of the guests and we were all a little bit tipsy but mm. one of us got into a golf cart <laughs> and drove it into there was a big flower pot a gorgeous flower <laughs> pot out the front and drove flower it into pot. that yeah 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 it was like a mad well it was a plant it was like this big plant and he drove it, and it, it, it oh, kind no. of cast a shadow over the whole do because it, that was going to cost more to replace than oh, the whole wedding. No. Oh, Yeah, God. that was it's pretty dramatic. <laughs> I love it. I love it. In fact, I tell you what, as well as sending us your wedding stories in the comments, also please invite me to any weddings. <laughs> I will come. Doesn't matter if they're second or third or fourth. To, oh, I love that more the Go better. For it. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And if the, the worse your relatives get on, I will buy you a really decent <laughs> present. I promise. I'll go to John Lewis. I will spend £50 at John Lewis if you invite me to a wedding where there's going to be a fight in the car park. If you can guarantee that, then I guarantee an overpriced pillowcase or salt and pepper set. The Am I Being Unreasonable podcast by Mumsnet in association with Silent Pool Gin. Cheers. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. It's the ABU A-List Adjudicator of the Week. And now it's an ABU podcast first as we welcome this week's A-List Adjudicator into the studio. Oh, yes. As opposed to on the phone. We've got her right here and she's a vision. <laughs> Looking gorgeous. Uh, yes, here in the flesh is vlogger, blogger and journalist Molly Forbes. Hello. 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 Thank you for that. that it's hot so... and sweaty, so oh, it's nice. That I we're all hot and sweaty in here. Yeah. <laughs> You're fragrant. You are lovely. All the way all the way from South Devon yeah. into our glamorous studios in London. <laughs> oh. I know. It's nice to be uh, out of the countryside for a change. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll take you out into the mean streets. <laughs> we'll, you'll be gagging to get back to oh. uh, the 
tranquility of the countryside yeah, after there's this, no tractors here i don't feel at home but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so i relax molly at the end of the day with a silent pool gin as listeners will know uh, and i just wanted to know what do you do to relax down there in the countryside oh, it's depend it depends get on your tractor it depends <laughs> i know yeah I go for a ride on my tractor it depends how energetic i'm feeling if i'm feeling energetic i'll go for a run um or maybe do some yoga um or just like slob on the sofa and be very boring and predictable and just you know watch like a box set um also, occasionally, in your beautiful home. I love. I look at your house. Oh, and I think, thank oh, it's you. So oh, I need to have a look. <gasps> yeah, oh, thank it's you. Beautiful. Uh, I only ever Instagram it when my children aren't around. So. <laughs> <laughs> Very wise. Thank goodness it doesn't look like that all the time. No, it really doesn't. Good. You've made me feel much better about that. So, Molly, we are going to put to you our quickfire ABU questions. Feel free to say as much or as little as you want. Shall I start, Asma? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Molly, ABU. To ask if I'm in labour. Is that reasonable? Oh, do you know, I, I think that that is reasonable because when I was in labour second time around, I didn't really realise I was in labour. Oh. My waters went. I was, how graphic can I be on this? Very, oh. okay, very graphic. So I hadn't been for a poo for about 10 months, <laughs> <laughs> even before I was pregnant. Um, and I was, and I went to the toilet and I was, you know, straining to do a poo. And then my waters broke, but oh. I thought I'd just wet myself but they were continuing to leak out so I wasn't really sure so I actually rang the labour ward and said I think I'm in labour but I'm not really sure if I might just be doing a really long wee (laughs) (laughs) so I think that that's a very valid Mm. ABU question yes yes and if you do want to ask if you're in labour on the ABU board do be that graphic I always like to read those I always like reading about stuff like that extra points for poo Um, (laughs) next one am I being unreasonable to want to talk about butter (laughs) <laughs> oh are you a butter or a not butter person <laughs> i'm presuming oh, they want to eat it and, well you me. never know do you? i love chatting about food but i think there are more in more interesting food products to talk about than butter it depends are we going like down an ethical like vegan route or is it just like oh which kind of but brand of butter Possibly. is your favourite. We don't. We've got nothing or, else or to go on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, butter it's difficult. Or spread, in it? which case, I'll I'll be there for that conversation. <laughs> butter all the way. But I think generally, mm, you probably are being a little bit no. unreasonable. <laughs> well, we've said that they that Yabu, but actually, mm. we have just managed to talk about butter, and we'll go. probably carry on after yeah. after yeah. the record. We'll probably carry on talking about it. Okay, so Abu to ask, how can I unblock my ears? <laughs> oh. Are we, do you know what? I think that that is actually not unreasonable because my husband constantly has this problem. Yes. And actually, this is, is it probably, just when you're talking to him? <laughs> you know what they're like. Do you know what? This is like an oversharing thing, and I think it's a sign that you've been married too long when you actually offer to do the cotton bud thing on your husband's yeah. ears. It's actually really satisfying. It's That's like oh, togetherness. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> if you come out with a big wadge yeah. of wax. Oh, and like, oh, I got that. Romance is not dead, is it? Yeah. So I think that's fair enough. Although yeah. we should point out to the listeners that apparently you're not meant to use cotton oh, buds really? in your ears. I feel oh. that. Yeah. I know it, it surprises everyone, doesn't yes, it? So that's definitely not an unreasonable question. Then, if if I mean, I just assume that was yeah. the way. No, yeah. exactly. So there we go. We've I think it's a seventies hangover, isn't it? Because in the seventies, obviously you don't remember the seventies, but we do. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, in the seventies, you could put cotton buds everywhere. Oh, anything that went in your wrong, ears. In you the know 70s. what I mean? Even four, if they're not for unblocking your ears. Yeah. I don't understand the point of them. I apparently, know. they're for makeup aren't they but I mean oh, really, really I just use my <laughs> thumb 
fanny around with a cotton Thank bun. you. Yes. Exactly. Um, okay, this is a good one. Am I being unreasonable to ask why are proms a thing now? Mm. Proms as in the things that 16-year-olds yeah. do when they graduate from school. Yep. Oh, do you know, my friend's daughter has just recently been on prom. She said it was like uh, 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 there was uh, nothing else happened that day. It was all about the prom. <laughs> yep. And she had, you know, other children to feed and all of this stuff. So it's a big <laughs> event. Yes. Um, definitely, I didn't have a prom. I didn't have even have a night out. Nothing. It was just like, off you go. Yeah. Bye. Don't come back. Um, so, yeah, I think. But do you know what? I think that as the mum, I quite like the thought of my own daughters, like getting in if they want to do that, getting in. Mm. It might be quite fun. Um, but it does definitely seem an American thing, doesn't it? it? Does. Come well, over. It's kind of like a wedding day, isn't it? It's like yeah. it, it's that big with like my friend's daughter. They hired a makeup artist oh. and a hairdresser. Oh, wow. I mean, it was a real... But I sort of think, in a way, it's quite good because it might mean she won't want to get married Maybe. for a few more years. Yeah. She's done that. She's I had think, a big day. I think the deal should be you either go big for the prom or you have a big 18th because if you're expecting mm. a limo and a fancy dress yes. and a party for your 18th and mum's already splashed out on a big prom dress two years earlier, yeah. I'm sorry, but I think that's, you know. Too blooming right. Yeah. Very oh, good point. I feel a bit depressed now. <laughs> I'm really not looking forward to this. <laughs> Honestly, by the time my daughter's 18, right, which is in... 15 years it will probably be like I mean what will it be it'll be like a prom hoverboards every- <laughs> get yeah. hoverboards to their prom on Mars yeah that, it'll be like a prom every and week you have to hire out a full penthouse you oh, will yeah. you can't will. wait you have to buy them a yeah. house <laughs> so your final uh, Abu Molly is Abu to not attend friend's wedding <gasps> that's all the information we have so what oh. are you going to make of that with no further info I want to know oh gosh I want to know like how good how well are they friends you know were children invited was there a childcare situation I think personally I think if they're a good friend you should be at that wedding yeah. I really do I think that it's a very important day and my best friend recently got married I couldn't not go because I was one of the bridesmaids so it would have been really obvious if I didn't turn <laughs> Up. but it was a no children situation she doesn't have kids mm. it wasn't a child friendly wedding actually it was brilliant it was yes. even better without children oh God. well it's the eternal thing on mum's net isn't it with mm. half the people saying you should have children because otherwise it's a nightmare and half the people saying oh i pissed but- everyone off did you yeah, did you not have kids well the thing is is that i was more than happy to, i didn't have kids at the time but I mean, so many. There were so many guests, and if they all brought their kids, that would be an extra how many yes. places, yes. and we couldn't afford it. So it yeah. was it was as simple as that. And but kids don't want to go to weddings either. Yes, That's exactly. Even don't I don't want to go to weddings, weddings. No. <laughs> including my own. Depends anyway. what kind of wedding it is. If it's like a wedding in a field and there's loads of and sure and stuff, then fine. But this yeah. was a wedding in London in a town hall in like a posh church, and yeah. it was like yeah. it would have been awful for me if my kids were there. Yeah. I think that if you're really good friends with someone and they're getting married, if you don't, I mean, I would be hurt. If I'd yeah. have got married and one of my friends was like, mm, I just don't really fancy it today. There's a really good new box set out. New edition of Stranger <laughs> Things is out. I'm just going to stay at home. I'd be a bit like, mm, we might not be able to be friends anymore, actually. Yeah. I'm with you. I think you're right. It's even if they want to get married, you know, even if everyone has to turn up in a gimp suit and they're getting married in a sex dungeon, you've got to yeah. sort of... But then, you know, maybe they had a really big prom and the friend is just really prommed out from the recent yes. prom celebration. So then that's fair enough. Yes. Combine <laughs> your wedding with your prom and then everyone's happy. <laughs> well, that was brilliant. I feel you absolutely definitively mm-hmm. answered all those questions. Thank so you. thank you so much thank for you. being our A-list adjudicator, the wonderful Molly Forbes. Thank you. thank you for having me. There will be another A-list adjudicator next week.
Now, we've just got time to share some of the fantastic responses to a question posed by producer Amanda, who asked Abu to ask for lyrical mix-ups. It's a classic. This has happened to all of us at some point, but this particular (laughs) one came about after Amanda found her friend thought the first line of Brian Adams' Summer of 69 was, I got my first real sex dream. (laughs) It's not a sex dream. It's, I've got my first real six string. <laughs> Can I just say you've set the bar very high by singing these. <laughs> Thanks, Lucy. <laughs> you can't not sing <clears throat> Summer of 69, <clears throat> the most suggestive not. title in well, the history of popular music. Oh, I see. God, I hadn't even thought of that. Well, you're very uh, innocent. I you am. Really That's are. me. That's me. But yeah, um, I've, over the years, so many. I oh, love these. It's always one of my favourite things. Um, corner shot. This must be brimful of Asha. Green poodle basher on the body five. I think green it's, yeah. poodle basher. Green poodle basher. I love that. It's just like it says a lot about what you're thinking, don't you think? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's somebody who... Well, I mean, at that time when that song came out, you know, drugs were freely available. So maybe someone... Uh, This one is... I completely get this one. This is very sensible and actually a better lyric. Um, Adele's uh, song, one of Adele's famous works. Should I give up or should I just keep chasing payments? (laughs) Yes, she's chasing payments. She's yeah. freelance. That makes so much more <laughs> sense. The poster said, I figured it was a song about debt, <coughs> debt collectors, but actually I think it is about being a freelance uh, yes. freelance worker. Uh, Sister Sledge, we are family. Just let me staple the vicar. Yep, classic. Just staple let me the staple vicar. the vicar. Not, that's not it, safe for the record, that's boring. No, it is staple the vicar. That's what, I mean, if <coughs> I was a pop star, yeah. I would absolutely put, deliberate mondegreens banal things yeah yeah uh this i love this one so i try by macy gray which is a very good song Mm -hmm. and this poster's dad used to sing i wear goggles when you are not near (laughs) it's actually my world crumbles when you are not near <laughs> but the idea that you've got some goggles. Oh, I love this. Uh, Bob Marley. This must be. Don't worry, everything's going to be all right. I think with the roof rack over your head instead yes. of a roof right over your head. It's very specific. You need a roof rack over your head if you're going on holiday. If Halfords I mean... are listening and they want us to re-record a version of this to advertise, with the roof rack over your head. We'll be together. <laughs> In your Ford Monday, I don't know, I don't know. Well, we'll we'll have to work out the lyrics, but we can do it, Halfords. Just get in touch, okay? Yep. That's uh, uh, REM losing my religion. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. <laughs> Let's pee in the corner. <laughs> Let's pee in the corner. <laughs> oh, I had a boyfriend like that once. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Um, four seasons let's hang on to what we've got the actual lyrics are give me a second turning I'm always convinced that Frankie Valley is demanding give me a fecking turnip (laughs) (laughs) I can't even remember that bit being in the song I mean I I think they might well have made the whole thing up anyway but (laughs) that's fine if you have we're uh, delighted with that one (laughs) oh a bit of Missy Elliott oh lovely Uh, I've been listening to Missy Elliott's work it while running good for you and have just realised that the line isn't Boy, lift it up. Let's make a toaster. It's make a toast. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Toaster always sounded a bit incongruous, you think? But I assumed it was a complicated sexual position I hadn't heard of. I always feel the same way. I'm always like, yeah, yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, yeah, toaster. Exactly. If I don't understand anything, I just presume it's a sexual position. (laughs) I think when Frankie Valley was saying, give me a feckin' turn, that's a sexual position you just don't know, Asma. If you've ever done the green poodle basher... (laughs) Or the roof rack. I mean, they're all good sexual. <laughs> oh, last night you gave me the roof rack. Oh, can't walk this morning. Oh, had to put my goggles on. Couldn't see him. Oh my goodness! And then I peed me. in the corner. It's, uh, that's my life. <laughs> that's basically your life in a nutshell. Um, guys, thank you so much for sending those in. And again, any more you have, stick them in the comments, and we'll be delighted to read them. That's it for another episode of the AB Podcast. Thank you so much to the wonderful Mumsnet posters for continually coming up with the goods <laughs> and to Molly Forbes for coming in to be our A-list adjudicator. But most of all, thank you for listening and we will see you next time. We sure will. Bye-bye. Let's pee in the corner. <laughs> corner. Let's pee in the spotlight. <laughs> losing all my urine. <laughs> listening to Am I Being Unreasonable? Brought to you by Mumsnet. Presented by Lucy Porter and Asma Mia and produced by Amanda Redman. You can contribute to the forum by registering at mumsnet.com. Follow them on Twitter at Mumsnet Towers and Insta at Mumsnet. And get in touch with the podcast by writing to aboopod, that's A-I-B-U pod, at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Thanks to Acast for hosting, and most of all, thank you for listening. The Am I Being Unreasonable podcast by Mumsnet, in association with Silent Pool Gin. Cheers. (laughs) Too tired to clean your floors after playtime? Forgot to vacuum before your friends bring their little ones over? Let Eufy X10 Pro Omni help. Powerful 8,000 PA suction removes debris and MopMaster dual mop pads scrub away stubborn stains with ease. Save time and keep your floors cleaner. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799.